this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Viola was facing a fate worse than death. Ta-da! Sorry, Mom. I have a strict no ruffles policy. Until her twin brother, Sebastian. Where are you going? London for a couple of weeks. What are you going to do about school? I was kind of hoping you could help me with that. Showed her a way out. Could you just, like, pretend to be me? Now, she's headed to Illyria Academy. Let's go kick cow! Where the men have games and the women have attitude. Hey there, pretty lady. Ew. Girls with butts like mine do not talk to boys with faces like yours. But at this school, everyone's got a secret. Duke wants Olivia. Do you like cheese? Who wants Sebastian. Isn't he cute? How you doing, babe? Woo! Who is really Viola, whose brother is dating Monique. So she hates Olivia, who's dating Duke, to make Sebastian jealous. What does your heart tell you? Huh? Which one would you rather see naked? Is really Viola getting jealous because she wants Duke, who thinks she's a guy. Okay, okay. Um. And this is where it gets really complicated. Excuse me, doofus. Oh boy. Sexual tension, male-female dynamics. Ah! All part of the high school experience. Ah! Love is pain. I hate high school. Is it just me or does this soccer game have more nudity than most? This spring. I'm not really good at talking to girls. Why? You're hot. What? <clears throat> You're an appealing guy. Man. Guy, guy man. The secret is out. Amanda Bynes, Alex Breckenridge, Channing Tatum, Robert Hoffman, Vinny Jones, Laura Ramsey, and David Cross. I got lady troubles. I got a lifetime of knowledge. She's the man. Oh! Oh, damn. Oh, right. Oh, my God, the voice is killing me. <laughs> Welcome to Recap and Gown, the podcast where four old millennials talk about the high school and college movies from back in the day when we were high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. 
representing the class of 03. I am your co-host Crooks. Joining me this week and every week, he sings like an angel and drinks like a fish. The class of 04's own Big Hearn, David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave? Not much, man. Had some chicken fingers. I got my brown liquor. I'm ready to talk about movies. Well, what yeah. are we doing? Some some rum, some spice rum. Are you a whiskey <laughs> or a scotch? Some bourbon? That's that's whiskey. Got to cover it's that bourbon. brown. Yeah, got to drink that brown. Is it some of that uh, George Dickel from the Bobby Clawson wedding? Oh, that's that's been gone for years. Years. I saved. I have one shot left in the bottle as like a you know a keepsake. I got bad news for you about Dickel. It does not age well. <laughs> I got bad news for you. It wasn't great when I first got it. But exactly. flying solo exactly. in the Lone Star State, this podcast chief Shakespeare and trivia correspondent from the class of 01, Dana Griffin. What up, Dana? Oh, we got the new intro officially new intro. this week. Um, I'm good. We just watched a very ridiculous movie called Vacation Friends with Lil <sighs> Rel. Is that good? And John Cena. I'm, I'm planning to watch it either tomorrow or Wednesday. Okay, fantastic might be a strong word, but I was entertained. I was entertained. That's what I'm looking for. Silly. Oh, okay. you're not entertained. Yeah, I don't need to be Oscar worthy. Let me let me enjoy it while I'm watching it. Yeah, no. it was good. That's I recommend. Good. I recommend. All right. All right. Now, our special guest this week has been here before with us. She is one of my trivia teammates from the class of 08, Kate Hallman. What up, Kate? Hey, guys. No. very prepared. I got my own She's the Man DVD out of the basement, and yeah. I am eating some Gouda. So. There you go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice to be It's a night in the household here. It's Gouda and She's the Man, which kind of spoils what we're going to talk about. Dana, what are we talking about? Where can we get it, and what's it about? Um, she's the man. It's not really a spoiler. We talk, we reveal it in the previous It's episode. in the title of the episode when you play the podcast. Yeah, so it's not, it's not a surprise. But she's surprise. the man from 2006. Um, it is rentable, so you had to pay money. I apologize, fans, uh, if you actually did pay for this before seeing it. Um, the synopsis, I went through Rotten Tomatoes, and I was like, going to look up a second one, but I was like, yeah, I don't want to. Um, so... <laughs> Viola Johnson, which I didn't know they had last names. Did so that not was, know they had. That's okay. not her last name. Hastings. Yeah, it's Hastings. It's it's on the back of her jersey. That sounds like this name doesn't look right. Viola ah. Johnson. All right, Rotten Tomatoes. I gotta find a new source now. <laughs> this is almost as bad when I get tricked by IMDb. All right, trying that again. Yeah. Uh, Viola Hastings. There you go. That makes more sense. Is in a jam. Complications threaten her scheme to pose as her twin brother, Sebastian, and take his place in a new boarding school. She falls in love with her handsome roommate, Duke, who loves Olivia, who has fallen for Sebastian. And as if that were not enough, Viola's twin returns from London ahead of schedule, but has no idea that his sister has already replaced him on campus. Dun, dun, dun. How do we do the entire synopsis not mention soccer once? (laughs) <laughs> that seems real fucking weird. That is the whole point. Yeah, it's a little important. A little this is important, almost a sports talk about it at all. Yeah. Yeah. Real so that fucked was, up. Yeah, that's not it. You know, parts of it are true. It's a a lot goes on in this film. So I think no boarding school, no debutante ball. <laughs> it's missing two of the major plot points of the movie. And soccer and a carnival. Yeah. Okay, well, you don't, we'll get into it. We'll, but yeah, we'll it was uh, not accurate. That's completely wrong name. I was like, maybe I miscopied it from no. IMDb, but no, I don't think I did. I'm I, not sure you can do that. That wasn't my fault. That was theirs. <laughs> that was their fault. All right. Uh, Dave, you want to give us a rundown of who was in this movie? There's a couple, there's a couple people in the movie. Uh, Viola Hastings, played by Amanda Bynes. Um, 
Channing Tatum plays Duke Orsino. If you've, okay. uh, yeah, no, if, if you've read the original, the source material, I'm like, ah, Duke Orsino, it works. You know, I haven't uh, read that. Laura Ramsey plays Olivia Lennox. Uh, let's see. Uh, James Snyder plays Malcolm. Mm. Says the school nerd and Sebastian slash Viola's rival. Because it gets a little confusing. Um, who, who, who they're referring to sometimes. Um, Emily Perkins plays Eunice, one of my favorite characters. Um, hilarious. My God. Uh, yeah. Alex Breckenridge as Monique. Uh, James Kirk plays Sebastian Hastings. That's Viola's twin brother, who she pretends to be. Oh, that's Captain um, James T. Kirk, please. Yes, James T. Yeah. <laughs> James Tiberius Kirk. Iowa native. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That 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 is Iowa, isn't it? Okay. James Kirk. Uh, Robert Hoffman as Justin Drayton, Viola's ex-boyfriend, the goalie who's always trying to psych people out mm-hmm. all the time. That's yeah. all he does. Constant psyching. Uh, a, a really nice surprise as the soccer coach, Vinny Jones. I fucking love Vinny Jones. Second appearance uh, on the pod. Yeah, man. Back from a stint <laughs> on Euro trip. Limey on Euro trip. <laughs> yeah, uh, the hooligan. I might have uh, pushed your trip out of my brain. I won't judge that. As soon as possible. Come on, night, night, night surprise. The principal, David Cross. Perfect. Principal Wild. Horatio Gold. Um, and uh, Julie Haggerty plays Daphne Hastings. That's Viola and Sebastian's mom. I like One her. of my favorite movies is Airplane. She's mm-hmm. in my movie. Um, good in a lot of things. Let's see. Rest on the list. Any other names I recognize? Oh, Paul Antonio, uh, the, the stylist, uh, Jonathan Sadowski is the actor. Got questions, got questions. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Let's go around the horn here and give some memories of the first time we saw this, if it was before the pod. Dana, what do you got? Uh, no, I saw it yesterday, the first time. Okay, first time, first time. <laughs> uh, Kate, we talked about this real recently at Trivia. Like, it's a wonder that this got picked right after that, but... Uh, it did, yeah, it is kind of ironic. Yeah. Serendipitous. Um, what memories do you have of this? It feels like this is a a beloved film in your canon. <laughs> I feel like you say that for like every movie. That you I judge a lot of them. them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I'm just a sucker for like cheesy teen movies. Um, but yeah, no, I don't remember like a specific instance when I first saw it. I know I was in high school, but I don't think I saw it in a theater. But again, it's just kind of a it's been like a, a staple film and just like my friend group that keeps getting revisited that we quote to each other and find entertaining. So listen, we all have those. I, I got mine. I could do biodome right now. Start to grandma's boy. Grandma's <laughs> boy. Oh shit. Where's high school? Oh <laughs> uh, Dave, what memories do you have of this one? Uh, I probably saw a preview, but man, this is, this just wasn't made for me. I saw it yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Listen, the three the three hosts have never fucking seen this before. I've never seen yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I talked about it last week. I used to be like I used to go to the same lake house every March with like the same group of kids. And I was very familiar with this movie because some of the all the women from that group uh would go watch it like right when we first got to the cabin every year. And I I've never seen any of it. I think I walked down there to get a spotted cow a couple times, which if you guys know Wisconsin, spotted cows, a beer you can only get in Wisconsin. And so we would just drink that the whole weekend. But oh, I don't choice? think 
It's, it's, no, Spotted Cow's a great beer. No, no, no. Oh, I meant this yeah. movie. Like, uh, oh, yeah. first, this was, this first was... movie into the DV, into yes. DVD player would be this first one. Brian was like, don't you come for Spotted Cow. Don't, no, don't I would not. I've never heard of this brewery. beer. I My thought it God. was uh, cheese. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know. But uh, okay. So this no, movie. We did have a the... cheese guy and a meat guy, but they were different yeah. guys. The meat guy sold cheese. Cheese guy sold <laughs> meat. We would drive an extra 15 minutes to go from the cheese guy to the meat guy. Um, but no, like it, this, this was, this was part of their weekend routine. Like they would rush in the house excited to watch She's the Man. And like, huh. I, I assume they had like blankets and pillows downstairs, like lay on the ground and watch it right away at like, I don't know, 1 PM, <laughs> like middle of the afternoon upon you? getting there. Um, post-college 24, 25. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'd never actually looked directly at the screen while it was playing. So I knew nothing of like what happened in the movie aside from, it's a gender switch soccer movie. That's all I got. Um, Dana, upon this being your first watch, did this make the grade or should they have held it back? Oh boy. Um, let's see. So if you had told me this had been like a Nick, a Nickelodeon film, like something they played on Nickelodeon or like a Disney, cause it wouldn't be Disney because Amanda Bynes isn't a Disney person. Well, but if you true. told me this had aired on television, I would have been like, well done. With the TV. amount of necking, this feels like ABC Family. Okay, ABC Family, fine. Yeah, I don't think a lot, so a lot of necking, she- a lot of bikinis. Yeah, so it would have been fine. But the fact that people paid money to see this in a theater, wide release. It ugh, no, I didn't like it. It it does not pass for me. I mean, it's not the worst one we've covered, but like oh. I had more. I expected more. It's not even the worst boarding school movie that we've covered because we all saw Outside Providence. Kate. Okay. Did this make the grade for you or should they have held this back? I already know that I'm going to be in the minority with this opinion. So, Mm -hmm. but I still like, I still enjoy this movie. Like I still enjoy, I think it's funny. Like I still enjoy watching it. I don't know what that says about my personal brain of humor, but I mean. Nostalgia is a hell of a drug. I don't judge it. Thank you for being here when we're probably going to shit on this movie. Oh, yeah. I know, I know I'm in the minority, but like for me, this, even with the nostalgia curve, is still like a solid A minus for me. Whoa. Okay, this is going to be the house burning over again. happen. I'm also like seven years older than Kate. So, like, maybe it just didn't hit me at the right moment. I have reasons why. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. (laughs) Okay, Dave, how about you? Eh, not for me and wasn't made for me no. and uh it yeah it wasn't it didn't do anything for me and it was long hour 45 it's that's, long. That's, that's not short um the soccer was okay there there was some good 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 sports and the bet we'll talk about it later the 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 the, the last soccer game deserves an hour of talking <laughs> oh, about that I part was thoughts. good i have so that, that, that part was great the rest that fine yeah, yeah. It's funny because I know the only exposure I have to this movie is from people who like legitimately love it. So I was prepared to be like, I know that I'm deep in the minority here, but I didn't like this movie. <laughs> Turns out we're all in agreement, except Kate. Hold this piece of shit back. Like I didn't, <laughs> I didn't really care about any of the characters. There were some plot problems that I had. Like I, I honestly. I didn't think that I smiled once during it. I did smile 
during the David Cross scenes. <laughs> but aside from that, I don't think I smiled yeah, at David all. David Cross is a national hero. <laughs> yeah. To, like, to, he is, the man is a treasure. Principal Tobias Funke. And this is like, was that, I think this might have been during the time of, of Arrested Development. If oh, not, it was shortly right after. So like he was still in that mode. I loved yeah. him in this. Everyone else, I'm like, I don't know, y'all made some choices and they were all fucking wrong. So everybody, hmm. there's one, there's like a big redeeming, and we'll discuss it. But perhaps I, I, I like Amanda Bynes a lot. Like historically, I've been a fan of her comedy, and I was pumped to watch this because, like, in my mind, it was going to be kind of like watching Emma Stone in mm. Easy A, where I'm like, this okay. is like a big starring role for her. She has so much charisma. This is going to be great. And then I watched it. I'm like, oh, this is what you did, huh? This is yeah, fuck, yeah. fuck you. Yeah, you, too, you, huh? you, you just want to watch your clear, clear your throat for an hour forty five. Oh boy, it's pretty good. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Sorry. We'll talk about that. But yeah, did not like this. Um, do we have any fun facts before we jump into the segment and the recap here? Uh, I have a few, but I don't know if anybody else has any. I don't need to know. Go me. at it. There, okay, was Ebert, there, there was an Ebert review. He, he really liked it. That was, that was, that was about it. Yeah. Ebert is terrible. He, 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 <laughs> thought, he, he tends to give a lot of credit to actors who pulled double duty like Amanda Bynes did. He's like, yeah, oh she, was, she was good, you know, except for the clearing of the throat all the time. We had, we had the same issue there. Um, How many stars he, did Ebert Three give stars! Three. This, okay, again... Ebert likes this better than Remember the Titans. He and thinks this is a better movie than Remember the, review, the Titans. Twelfth Night versus Twelfth Grade. Oh, oh no! He's a Thanks, Raj. Bitch. Yeah. There you go. Um, oh, that's what gets me mad. I will never forgive him for giving Remember the Titans one of the all-time classic movies. Two one and, and a half or two. He gave it like two. I think it was. Oh, it was offensive. Okay. Anyway. I hated it. Let me compose yeah. myself and I'll come back. Wow. Okay. All right. What do we got for facts? Um, I have none. So, so the facts are uh, the studio, whoever was like, Channing Tatum's too old to be in this film, which is uh-huh. a thousand percent correct. <laughs> he is. Um, yeah. And Amanda Bynes fought for him to be in it, which, you know, bless her. She saw something and it, it was right. Um, neither one of uh, Amanda or Channing knew how to play soccer, but they learned for the film. That was surprising to me because in in the opening scene, my first—I think my first note is, "Wow, Amanda Bynes can really play soccer." Like I I watch a lot of soccer, um, and you know, like I—I didn't feel like any of them were going to play in the Premiership or anything, but like it—it seemed like like the way that they moved was felt natural to me, especially after having seen Channing Tatum play basketball a few weeks ago. (laughs) He also had to learn how to play basketball. That's what I was going to say. So he didn't do a good job. He played no sports growing up, apparently. So he had to learn for all his films. Um, They they moved about right, I would say, except for the scissor kick at the end, which we're going to get to. But for the most part, they moved pretty well. Okay, anyway, sorry. Um, And then this really surprised me. I don't know why, but it did. Because I guess, I don't know why they did this, but uh, Amanda Bynes wore a muscle suit under four layers of clothes to play Sebastian. I, I, I don't like that. I don't know why you would do that. Right? That defeats the whole so, purpose of the movie. I couldn't believe it. I reread it multiple times. It's like Amanda Bynes like, had okay. a body double. I'm like, well, like, what's yeah. the point? No, yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. It, was, it was very weird. Um, then we'll just do one sad one because the other one I have isn't very important. Oh, okay. um, this movie really messed with Amanda's head. She did not like seeing herself be a boy. Oh, she, that's didn't what think happened? she looked good. She became very depressed. Um, really messed her up. Yeah. So wow. 
I knew she like, went. I knew she went through like a hard, a hard time, and this is part of it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I in in my mind, I was like, oh, this is probably like you know the same thing that happened to Lindsay Lohan and Britney Spears. Like we oversexualized them at a young age and like really fucked their whole perception up. Didn't realize it was like the reverse. It was like we yeah. duded her up and she lost her fucking mind. That's sad. Yeah. That's Justice a sad for one. Amanda Bynes. Wow. Right. She so was better than we gave her. Yeah, so that was like the sad, the last sad one. And if there's no other fun facts, I guess I can I just dive right in. Yeah, I think we jump into the recap here. Okay, so this is probably going to be one of the only times I will actually give a full recap of a movie because... This one needs it. <sighs> I just, I like... I was like looking through my notes and I was like, no, we're just going to talk about all of it. And I'm, we're going to have to blow through some things. I skipped some stuff, but for the most part, we're going to follow this film from start to finish because it is wild. Let's find out what happens to us. Okay. So we start and it was opening was very weird. Almost like sports commercially, like a lot, whatever. It was a weird thing, but everybody, all the girls are playing soccer on a beach. I don't know where. Literally, they never tell us where they are. A gloomy-ass day. Yeah. Are we on a lake? Are we in the middle of the country? Are we in the ocean? I don't know. These things are important to me. I never find out where we are. And the girls are playing soccer, but the boys are all being, like, super weird watching mm-hmm. them play soccer. Anyway, like, I don't... I, don't. I had conservatively 30,000 questions about this scene. Like, Okay, please. <laughs> okay. My first thought, like, I, did, I didn't know what was happening exactly. It was like mm-hmm. equal parts super aggressive soccer game and also mm-hmm. like bikini beach party. Yeah. Like, yes. I'm not a woman, never have been a woman, but it feels like if you're playing soccer that aggressively, like a bikini and a jean miniskirt isn't the outfit you necessarily go with. Those were jean shorts. Well, those jean shorts? You had some jorts yeah. on? Some John Cena? She gets picked up. She gets picked up. <laughs> At one point in their shorts. Okay. Regardless, like the bikini top and jean shorts doesn't jean shorts for any super athletic event. They weren't just like kicking the ball around and goofing off. Like they were hard tackles. <laughs> they were getting after it in this game. I, that I was very confused by what exactly was unfolding in this opening well, whole gambit here. It was also just so weird because like the guys weren't playing. No. They were just like oogling them. Like they, it, it was right. I don't I'm like, what are we? What tone are we setting here? And because well, they it was, they weren't playing, but they also yeah. weren't just like they weren't really cheering for the soccer. It was it was like they were hoping a boob was gonna fall out, while these <laughs> girls were like legit playing. Like they, I could get with that if it was like girls goofing off playing soccer. Like these girls were like hurting each other, <laughs> and like yeah. Amanda Bynes had a diving header. <laughs> like yeah, it was very it, soccer. I feel like they were trying to like set the tone of like she's so good at soccer. But yeah. like, why not just have it be like at a practice, at a game? Like I didn't know why we needed to be on a beach. I guess last year's state summer. finals. I don't know. It was the, yeah. The last movie should have opened yes. at last year's state finals with them winning like six to one. Like establish this is a legit. I I had I had plot problems. Yeah. So that was a weird way to open. And then in the next scene, it's the first day of practice at Cornwall High School. I don't know what the hell. It's just Cornwall something. And the girls are showing up to practice in their uniforms, which is a thing that will always drive me crazy <laughs> in movies. Because you do not show up to practice in your uniform. You just don't. Well, don't. We had we had practice uniforms for football because you kind of need to wear football. We had practice uniforms for soccer. 
they weren't like that. Our practice uniforms were legitimately like a, a piece of mesh with a number on it that smelled like feet. That's like like it wasn't a real uniform like yeah, that. Yeah, everybody has a penny, but you don't like... Mm. We had a real jersey. I mean, had, I mean, but football, you kind of have to. You can't, like, play football in your shorts from home. I guess that's fine. But, like, I don't know. It just, I was, like, they were in there, like, full game day kits, in my yes. opinion. That's what the, it those like. were game day kits, for sure. To find out the first day of practice that the girls' soccer team was cut because not enough people signed up. Doesn't happen. Uh, where was their coach? The boys' team yeah. has a coach. <laughs> the girls' team had no coach. Doesn't happen. I'm sorry. I worked in a private school. The field hockey team running on fumes what did i do all of preseason find people to play my sport so then i mm-hmm. can teach them but it wasn't just like oh only eight of you signed up we're packing it in this year like that doesn't well and the other problem i had the girls that were there seemed to have their choice of what college to go to so like you have elite level players on this team and you can't find anybody else to play yes, what youth team calls. were you guys on just mind that youth team in town yeah because it it did, but it did seem like they're in a private school, which I get. Mm-hmm. But those usually have sport requirements, so you find people who are like, "Oh, I signed up for cross country because I didn't know," or like, "Oh, I signed up for tennis," and you're just like, oh, "Come, no. come, stand on the field. I don't give a shit what you do. Just come stand on this field with my, like, good players on my team. I will mm-hmm. hide you." Mm-hmm. That's some good stuff, Coach. That's real Got good. it. Got it. <laughs> nice one. Um, <laughs> but then the coach is super douchey, just saying like. Um, I'm not because she was like, "Oh, let us just play on the uh, boys' team." And he was like, "Oh, I'm not gonna have a girl on my team." <laughs> Which, no. when I was in middle school, the boys and girls did have to play on the same team. So a lot of yeah. times we would show up, and people were like, "Oh my god, those boys have ponytails!" And I was like, "No, oh girls, dipshits." So yeah. my thing was okay. All right, what they were asking for was not unreasonable. They said, we want to try out for the team. Guess what? If you try out and the best girl is worse than the, be- the worst guy, none of them make it. If they try out and some of them are better than the boys, your team gets better. Like, I don't, I don't know why you hate women so much to be like, no, 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 no. I'd rather lose more games than have you on my team. I, it I just doesn't. Well, because it's the vehicle with which the, the entire movie. Oh, it's a vehicle. <laughs> like motivation for wanting to make her, her little transformation is because it stems from like this initial example of misogyny and then we kind of jump from there we sure yeah, do because like it's bad enough when the coach is being like a real jerk about it and then the boyfriend kind of chimes in and it, he just goes end of discussion my like, god I was like, who does he think he's talking to? I was like, you know, no, sir. You, I, I that's like a, that's, that's some dad talk right there. I don't know why he's talking like a daddy. That's <sighs> that's weird. I never met a single. She can hold her own. Well, I've never met a single seventeen-year-old boy who thinks he can put his foot down in a relationship. <laughs> like at seventeen, you're holding on for dear life. Yeah. So that was really, I think, like the straw that broke the camel's back. She did fight back and go, like, "We're done. This is over." But it just didn't. It seemed completely out of nowhere. Yeah, and I was like, is very this strange. a discussion you've had before? Like, I don't know. It was very, but I was like, yeah, fuck that guy. Um, Piece of shit. Yeah, get him out of here. So I was all for it. Um, so then she gets all huffy and comes home. There's stuff with her mom, which we'll talk about, I think, later when we talk mm-hmm. about some of the stuff that's weird about this movie. But she discovers her brother is running away for two weeks to go play in a musical festival in England. London, England. Um, 
and he uh. needs Vines to cover for him at his new school, which just means can you just call the school or like tell mom and dad? She gets the bright idea. Oh, no one's ever seen Sebastian at this school because he got amazing. kicked out of their previous school. I'm gonna go to Ilaria as my brother going to a boarding school for two weeks. Yeah. The ingenuity, the sheer ingenuity. I'll tell you. Within 45 seconds of of him jumping out the window and saying, see ya, he's like, I got, wait, wait. Yeah. She has this fully cooked idea. Just comes out of nowhere. It doesn't make any sense. No. No, no. The way that that I said I've got some problems, right away, uh, Dave, you were in a better band than my band was. We know people who were in bands that like, went on tour and you know i mean ts's band was pretty big when they were when they were still a thing Mm -hmm. i don't know anybody who could be like oh my band is not a big deal in the states at all but i got invited to go play at like a music festival in england for two weeks like (laughs) if you're if if his band is good enough for them to go play in england for two weeks his parents would be like yeah high school is kind of a waste of time for you (laughs) Like, you should graduate, but also, like, you played Warp Tour last week. Go on to England. That was number mm. one. Uh, the number two problem that I had here uh, was the same issue that I had with a similar movie that we watched a little while ago called Just One of the Guys. What happened to all of her grades at her real school? Well, <laughs> she was talk gone about for it. two weeks. Just, I have a whole... Just didn't even... No. I have just, a Just One of the Guys... I, I, I didn't want to step on your toes on that one, but that was... We're going to get to it, because we have to talk about that other... Uh, I was going to... I think I was going to use a derogatory term for it, so I won't. Oh, but, no. Uh, I don't know how to describe these films, because I feel like... Uh, anyway. Um, and, 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 and the, impersonation I, I, films. We'll call yeah, them, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> well, the the real issue that I had was they shouldn't have set this at a boarding school. The 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 fact that yes. it's a boarding school makes it make way less sense and more complicated than it ever needed to be. Yeah. yeah. Usually, she, boarding schools are far away from home too, but they seem to be right in town. With, with right within like tw- twenty minutes from their house. In outside Which Providence, because, he went all the way outside Providence. Yeah, way outside Providence to Connecticut, pretty much, I think. Yeah. Somewhere. I don't know. Um, So, yeah, that's a thing that I think it's like the whole boarding school aspect of it is the part that is trickier in my mind because, like, she's there 24-7. There's no, like, I just got to put this on for, like, however long the school day is. What, like, six hours in practice and then I can go home. I know they, like, set it up that their parents are divorced, so, like, it's really easy to, like, not be in either place which works but it doesn't yeah it doesn't address the fact that she's not going to her own school for two weeks and then that she lives at this place for two weeks and never gets caught hmm. not, not, not only never gets caught never like really almost gets caught there's like two things that happen where it's like oh this could have gone bad i think my issue with the boarding school thing, I wanted more scenes with like her and her mom, her and her friends from like her old high school, her and her ex-boyfriend, all of that. We got like none of it because instead we got her with Channing Tatum. But what do we need like the shots with her mom and her friend? Like what do we need that for? I think to to, to ground this character more because they oh. want us to believe that like she and her mom have this really strained relationship because she's not like girly enough and this and that. And I'm just like, if you if you show me, you think about just one of the guys, the character development was all her like by herself at home processing this. Yeah. 
and also her and her brother like working out number one here's how to be a dude number two oh shit you're a cooler guy than me well she <laughs> has a makeover montage and she chases people down the sidewalk what do you mean they don't they didn't put the time in this yeah. was the worst montage we've seen. This complaint that an hour and 45 was too long for you. Long. And you're like, I actually needed more time no, to flesh out this some shit. I'm going to need a no. gigantic length film. No, give, could, give, me, give me less Channing Tatum, more oh, her and her fun oh, fucking never, mom. Never, ever give me less Channing Tatum. That's not the answer. No should I have less Channing Tatum? Then cut, can, out, cut out Cut something. out the walking imitation. No one, no one needs yeah, the, it's the walking out, imitation. Give me a real montage. The, the eh. debutante shit should need that. We didn't need any Get it of that. out. Get that, it out. There's a better way Get to set out. up that dynamic. Yeah, it was too much. Um, mm. And then my last thing on the makeover, who the hell is Paul? I don't know, man. Who? I don't fucking know. I think I think we're supposed to be led to believe that Paul is like her gay best friend. We have no mm. reason to think he's gay other than he does hair. Like he's this is not this is not played as a mid two thousands gay character. We don't have any reason to think that he would not also be sexually into her, other than he does hair. I'm real confused with this guy. Yeah, if we had seen Paul at any other point in the movie, I, it would have made sense for she's like, I'm gonna call. I'm like, is is Paul in high school? Does Paul have a hairdresser's license? I think he's thirty. <laughs> Like, I feel like they should have the, the montage again to go back to. I know you're, you're we have a whole segment, but you go back to just one of the guys. Do it now. We you want to just now. talk about You want to make yeah, comparisons? Let's just do it. To go back to just one of the guys, think about that whole part where like her brother is showing her like how to stand, how to walk, mm-hmm. how to talk, like all these things. We got fucking none of that. We got a, a scene of them in the car arriving at the school, and Paul's like, Remember what I told you? And I'm like, well, I need to know what you told her. Like, I, I don't fucking know what prep she has. And it shows, because she's bad at this. <laughs> she's real bad at it. Well, yeah. And I think the thing that was also interesting is that, like, the Paul makeover wasn't even for her hair, because she wears a wig. Fake mustaches. It was just to figure out what fake facial hair we could put on. And it's like, it's about as far as you can be able to go. It was, it, was, it was fake mustaches all the live long day. And her mm. walking behind some dude on the street. Kate, get in here and defend your favorite film. Because <laughs> this is bad. I, d- I don't know. I feel like I maybe just looking at it from as an adaptation of Twelfth Night, uh-huh. like, this really is exactly what Twelfth Night explores. Like, the entire thing is about gender, identity, attraction, confusion. Like, there's, there's a whole, I feel like all of those elements kind of stay intact. It's not, it's not always pretty. It doesn't come in like a very neat <laughs> package, but the elements like really do stay intact. Just one of the guys also does a, all of this, but somehow it is better. And I don't yeah. know. I don't know how or why. Like, I do. I do think the boarding school ruins it. Not only does the boarding school ruin it, I think. No offense to Amanda Bynes, like no, like I know she's going through some shit now. Mm-hmm. But the woman whose name escapes me now, who. I don't just know her, the guys. She her her name is Joyce and the character yes. is Terry, but I can't remember her yeah, last yeah. name. Yeah, I can't remember Joyce. It's just Joyce. like the commitment of like cutting the hair, the commitment of I think Joyce has a more she's a she's a 
was a very attractive woman. Yeah. But also I think her face just lent itself to being more masculine if you needed it. She's to. more angular. Amanda Bynes yeah. is very round faced. Yeah. And I'm not like, and I just think there's just like, and again, we haven't talked about it yet, but I, I think while the voice Terry uses in <laughs> just one of the guys isn't Nikki. very good. <laughs> oh, wait, yo, wait. It's doing? at least consistent. It it's is consistent. I like it. Amanda yes. gives no consistency. And I'm like, this no. kid needs to do impressions for a living. I think that's what makes her endearing, though, is that she's so unbelievably flawed at Man. it. Like, I don't know. I Was she do doing a southern accent? Who the fuck is she? Who the fuck is she tricking? I mean, she, no, she, she, she would have six different. There was a part where her and Channing Tatum were talking in the dorm room uh, before the spider shows up. Her voice sounds six different ways in, in like five minutes it um at some point i would have been like yeah, what's 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 going on here why they, they, why why if, if why? you we lived together for a, a period of time if you sure you did walked in with a whole different voice one day i'm like what the fuck happened hi guys how you doing good to see you i'm like oh my god what's, what's wrong with dave oh, oh no nothing. Don't, don't worry about it not sure what happened there the, yeah, <coughs> yeah there you go yeah, the the voice the voice pitch change is strange for me, but there's like an affectation she's doing as well. Where I'm like, this is not Kaniki. You're not doing like a you know an offensive New York accent. You're doing like I'm gonna say small town Tennessee. Like I I don't know it what was, you're doing. With it was your a southern accent. tinge. There was there was a little uh, a little Chicago type you know tough guy know sort of sort, sort of thing going on there. Yeah. Mix all that together that. and. Uh, Hey, I'm Sebastian. How you doing? Yeah, no, I'm. That was Diablo Cody. Yeah, like, that's I'm, Diablo I'm Cody, to, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> I'm used to like a a that's flat right. A accent. A Chicago accent feels like home to me. This wasn't that. This was, I don't know what West Virginia, perhaps. Like, yeah, I'm not sure was. what the fuck this was. And that, mm-hmm. like, that's the part where it's just like, it. She, if and maybe, maybe Kate, you're right. This is some endearing part of it, but the inconsistency of the voice drove me crazy and it also leads to like so she shows up as sebastian at the school it's like super weird because like i guess she hasn't practiced being a boy at all at she, all like decided yesterday straight um doesn't know like what right things to say or wrong things to say is really struggling to fit in um because like she just yeah like i just don't know how you don't know how to like just don't i don't know i i can't even like Basically, I don't know. She just has a hard time fitting in because she's like too sensitive at times when the bo- she's trying to like bond with the guys. They'll say X, Y, and Z, and they look at her all weird. And I don't. I obviously it must be like it's like a 2006 thing because I think mm. nowadays it would just be that like oh Sebastian's just huh. gay. He's like my gay yeah. roommate Sebastian. Yes, whatever. Like, be, you know, it'd be, it'd be gay Sebastian or it'd be Sebastian as like a trans boy. Like you do that, and that's. I'm a trans boy that wants to play on the soccer team. Walk in the fucking park. Valid interpretations of both this movie and Twelfth Night. Yeah. Yeah. No. (laughs) We're hurt because we saw just one of the guys. Which better? Joyce. To be fair, I have not seen that movie, and I genuinely have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Okay. I I, I recap. It was on Comedy Central all the time when I was a child. It's mid '90s Comedy Central staple. Basically, there's a girl who is a very serious journalism student. She very wants serious. to like enter a journal. She, she enters an essay into like a journalism writing competition to get an essay or to get an internship at the local paper. The teacher at her school is like, 
this is not very good. So she interprets that as, oh, you would like it if I was a boy. Her, her article was probably bad, but she oh, thought no. it was because she was a woman. So she's very she attractive. She's a very hot girl. Her, her, her college boyfriend is like, I only like you because you're hot. Like, it's very... Body be banging. Sad. That is yeah. true. And I, she was, she I recall the article... I, I recall the article being like boring, like adult. It was like, actually like New York room. Times. Yeah. Like the, like, the health, like the health conditions of the lunchroom. Like, you gotta know your audience. Yeah. You gotta know your audience. Play to them. Just no, you know, no, no one needs an expose in high school. No. Come on. Yeah. So she, she goes undercover as a boy at like another high school to do an article that we did not know what she was writing about we never at got that to the school. But she, she like writes another article and then gets the internship because people take her seriously because she's a boy writing this article now. Like, but, she, but she, but she friends like a nerdy guy. Kind she of kind of falls, falls in love him. with that guy. Yeah, he starts to fall for who he thinks like Terry. He just thinks Carrie's a cool dude who's like friends with him, and he's he starts a little like bit, kind of being a little like, bit like curious. I think. Oh, am I gay? Like it's yeah. Okay. But the, the the flash the flashing at the end of this movie is like a direct callback to the flash in that movie. It is almost like a shot for shot remake. I have to imagine it's an homage. It never comes up in my research, but yeah. So the voice sure. inconsistency, my intense thorough research. Um, but yeah, so that just was really bothersome to me. And obviously, as I said, like I think some of the stuff that make the comedy now or then I put the comedy in quotes. Um, would just be like easily passed over by just being like, oh, he's just my like, you know, high pitched, sensitive gay roommate, NBD. He's but he's good at soccer, so we'll have him on the team, kind of thing. But is he good at soccer? Okay, so that's also so he finally. I I didn't put it in the notes, but I think that's what. Oh yeah, so he goes to soccer tryouts. Um, and then on the first day of soccer tryouts, we're putting people into first string, second string. No, you're not. No, you're not. I had. Uh, That's how they do it in England. That's how we do it. Okay. No, we separate so, you first day. Good, bad. But <laughs> Cornwall, Cornwall already. How do you have your tryouts like eleven days before your first game? <laughs> that really? Yeah. I have a hard time because the only team sport that I played in high school was football. We didn't have tryouts, but we had football camp that started in, like, June for a September game. Like, we knew our starters in, like, July. That's wild. That's insane to me to have tryouts. Because Cornwall seemed to have their team already, like, fully made. The girls had jerseys already. Well, you, like, come into it, like, knowing, like, okay, here's my returners from last year. These are the kids I know I'm going to come into the season with. These will probably be my starting. Because you're going to graduate some, so you're, like, hopefully some years you're, like, okay, I graduated three, uh, like, three players, so I just need to find three more players. I have eight from last year, gravy. Um, but then you, like, you can see, like, kids get better or they work harder during preseason, but you don't give everybody, like, a day and go, like, that's it. I've made my decision. First team, second team. Varsity, JV, based on one Or it's just kind of, like, I'm leaning this way, but yeah. here's so-and-so. This is what you need to do to, like, impress. Like, you wouldn't be that clearly defined as first string, second string. Mm, okay. At least in women's an hour and forty-five minute film. And- <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. I get. It. I'm not asking for more soccer practice. I'm not asking for more soccer practice. I promise you, I'm not. I could. I could have just been a simple thing of like, uh, she gets 
wrecked in a game. Like, you could just tell she's, like, not the top at Illyria. It didn't need to be, these are my first string, these are my second string. There's, like, much easier, like, a quicker way to just go, like, I just didn't have it today, Hastings, maybe next time, you know, like, I don't know. Something. Um, but, yeah, that was one thing that drove me insane. You wouldn't do that. Because also, you, yeah, anyway, I don't need to get in the whole philosophy of, like, how I coached or ran a team. So completely. Oh, hey, I am listening. I want to hear. That's <laughs> not the time. Um, we also talked about him briefly. Uh, David Cross is the headmaster. Woo! I don't know what yeah. the hell film David Cross is in. The better one. He's one just wild. He, he's welcome to Illyria, which is God. Bold. God, I that think, is bold. I think if I laughed, the one, the one time I really laughed was in that moment. Mostly because of like Amanda Bynes' commute, like confused face watching what he was doing. Yeah. Yes. He's in the headmaster's chair, jumps on the chair. Tell me, like, he's just on, so, <laughs> so wild. And he's so and he's like, I was a new bias. boy once. I was a transfer. So I like to be like, Because, oh, so. like, to, the never nude Tobias Funke is like very self conscious. And, like, yeah, he's proud of his, you know, acting and blue man group skills. But this dude is so much more like lively and active than Sad Sack Tobias. He was really, he was doing a lot in this. Yeah, it was, I appreciated it. It was a nice break from whatever else was happening. Yeah. Um, so when she leaves meeting uh, Headmaster Funke for the first time, um, she bumps into the hottest girl at Illyria. Her name is uh, Olivia. How many other girls did we see? According to well, we this saw, movie, we saw one other girl, but Eunice, Eunice, <laughs> Olivia. Between the two, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, so because she's immediately breaks character and goes like, "Oh, I love your shoes." Again, nowadays, just again. Um, yeah. Anthropology. I, I oh, have... they sell shoes like. I have complimented girls' shoes before when I'm like with my friends and what have you. That's not a that's not necessarily a strange thing. But the fact that she did it in her regular voice, I'm like, you've been on this campus for 30 minutes. Like you yeah. need to get it the fuck together. Um, but it endears her to Olivia. Uh, um and I think me. No. Yeah. <laughs> and Kate, yes. Sebastian's still having a real hard time fitting in with the guys. So Sebastian uh, does a plant of going to the local eatery that everybody goes to and having, I guess, Viola as Sebastian has all right. of his friends come in and just be like, oh my God, Sebastian, how dare you leave me hanging? Um, you know, like hot girls falling for Sebastian. <laughs> Throwing underpants at him, basically. <laughs> it was weird controversial take but this is this scene is like one of my favorite parts of the whole movie this is like you know this is psychology at its finest like the i only want it because you have it evolution, <laughs> like evolutionary development i feel I like i feel like of the scenes in the movie this was one of the better ones yeah i think my problem is having been a teenage boy uh I, this movie was very clearly made um, with I would call the female gaze like the male gaze is a problem in filmmaking for sure this movie was very clearly made with like a woman audience in mind to the point that like 
if there was a way for guy characters to fail the Bechdel test, like these would fail. These are not realistic male characters. No. Like They're none of them. The like, these are not how guys act. All over the map. Like I, I don't. I mean, I remember being like a high school boy who hung out, you know, at an eatery, like watching girls and stuff a lot. I don't think there, there was a guy that we talked about. Um, I wish Big Sis was here a few weeks ago, as like a, a dorky dude. When we talked about Booksmart um jared like our version of jared if i saw him like at the local kentaco hut which was the kentucky fried chicken taco bell pizza hut combination building that was near our high school if i saw him at the kentaco hut with like women films i'm like oh he's cool now i'd be like i'm not sure what's wrong with those girls but they got shitty fucking taste like like, I'm not going to be like he must be the coolest guy now I'd be like i don't i'm confused i don't know what's happening here but I feel like you see this, like, all the time. Like, this is the thing that, like, movies do or it, or even TV shows where it's, like, this is how the weird new person endears themselves mm-hmm. to the rest of the popular crowd. Um, it did... Uh, I was, like... Because I was, like, there is a line that I like, but I feel like I want to cover more of the movie before I get into yeah, quotables. Sure. Um, so... That was weird, but I think Olivia is also there to see this. So I think it like messes with her. Isn't she there? Um, I don't. I don't think she is there for this part. I think we see her later Uh, on. She sees it when it goes on. Um, Monique is there, but I don't. Okay, I thought. I thought. Olivia saw what her boyfriend looks like. Yeah, how tall he is. (laughs) They have this. She said it earlier. They look the I same know. from the back because she has a lack of curves. When you, when, but oh. one, she doesn't. And number two, when you see them standing together, he's four inches taller than her. They're at the same height. Again, <laughs> well, it's this movie. You have to think they are the exact same person. They also bury the, like, they bury the fact that they're twins. Like, it's not even yeah. mentioned. Yes. It's read in their file by Malcolm. Lots Until that years. one dude looks in an old yearbook. He's like, oh, the, the Hastings twins. I'm like, couldn't Look. be more different. Look at them. No, they're the same. Now, now, even in those pictures, they look completely different. I, I look different. When he England. said he was going to England for two weeks, I'm like, okay, so this is her older brother, probably like a two-year older situation. Monique looks considerably older than her. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. this is a college girl dating this boy. Mm-hmm. I was real thrown off. You know what you do? Either you cast twins or you just have Amanda Bynes in, like, legit Hollywood yeah. makeup to be a boy. Yeah. Yeah. Like you do that, but to have they didn't they look nothing alike. Like yeah. not even almost alike. Um, but now the guys are starting to think Sebastian's cool because all the hot girls at this random pizza place that they've never seen before like it. Um okay. and Olivia is falling for Sebastian because they're in science class together, even though Channing Tatum has been pining for her for four years. So he's in love with Olivia. He needs Sebastian to put a good word in for him. Uh, my notes just go, oh my God, the voice is killing me. Which <laughs> is so weird and bad. It's, it's like every couple lines. I'm like, what is she doing? Oh. Um, so then like there's now we have a love triangle kind of. It even sure, kind of becomes like a square because then Viola falls for Duke. And Duke's in love with Olivia. And Olivia's in love with Sebastian in quotes, who's Viola. So it is a, it's a quadrangle. I think it might even be a Pentagon if you want to, if you want to toss in Malcolm in this. Oh, God. 
The yeah, less you right. speak of Malcolm, the better. That was like a whole thing. It's a love, shorts and Twelfth Night. A love dodecahedron. It's got a pillow with her face on her, a whole wall. Oh. Very creepy. That's all I will say. Some thoughts on that. <laughs> that man. Has we'll see if we have time. We'll see if we have time. We have time. Um, so then there's like this whole love thing happening. There's a kissing booth oh, that man. happens at the carnival for the debutante ball to raise money. Uh, Can we talk de- about the kissing booth, please? We'll, we'll just discuss. So kissing booths are gross just in general. I've mm-hmm. never been in a place that actually, a carnival that or any sort of thing that's ever actually had them. I swear it's a TV, film. That's what I was going to say. I don't creation. think they really exist. And it's incredibly... Mm-hmm. In the year of our Lord, like, 20, you know, 2021, COVID Delta. Yeah. Uh, oh, if, if they really did exist, they're done. Well, Never happening again. And yeah. you know what? To be clear, this was not a kissing booth. This was a kissing stage, a kissing amphitheater, if you will. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. usually, when I'm used to seeing a kissing booth, which, again, is a fake construct that I, if it ever existed, like, shame on the boomers for allowing that to happen. But, like, usually you see it set up like Lucy's psychiatrist booth from the Peanuts. Yeah. It's like a, a booth. Like, a girl leans over and kisses a boy or vice versa, and that's it. This thing is up on stage in front of, like, a full crowd of dudes, which felt super uncomfortable to me. Like Just licking like, their lips. All like, They're all psyched. I did not like it. I always thought kissing booths, they were probably real back in, like, the carnivals of the 20s 1930s and it's like hey come over here you want to kiss hey we're in those and, and, uh, but and, and then they just kind of went, went out of favor Did, that's that's something that was said back they, then they, right? yeah hey sweet yeah. cheeks hey how you doing <laughs> got a hitler mustache not problematic yet hey it's <laughs> 10 cents for a kiss how you doing but it's also like a peck. These people were like, it almost like, out. oh, I bought a certain number. Like each ticket equals a certain number of seconds. And I'm going to yeah. give you a stack of like 20 yeah, tickets. A, a drum of tickets. And there's like a spit string when, when you finally get, oh. yeah, these, these were good. Yeah, these were good That's kisses. Cool intentioning oh, over yeah. here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so, <clears throat> so there's a carnival, there's a kissing booth. And for some reason, because I guess they finally had to do the scene where she needs to play both people. I think they did it at the house and just one of the guys were like mm. she's yeah. switching from her like leather it was it was okay. like date night they yeah. kept it confined into one spike one space um so she's constantly switching back and forth between being sebastian and being viola but sometimes it, it i don't know why like i don't know why she did it a bunch of times like there's a one point where she changes on like a teacup, a teacup so. world thing <laughs> Yeah, total Into world. Into being her brother, I guess, yeah. so, the, so like the mom can see them. Sure. Uh, I don't know. Then, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And then she dives into a bouncy house full of children. She did to be a girl again, and then I think changed one. I, it was just I was like, you didn't so, need to change. I don't think you needed to change. I I kept very meticulous notes of this. Not oh, unlike idea. not unlike Scream trying to find out what happened to Gail's gun. Oh wait, she changed the, the porta potty. So that's disgusting yes. to me. The porta potty is the first one. Yes. Okay, that was the one I missed. It it just one of the guys again did this correctly. <laughs> I think 
there's a there's a there's a conversation from an episode of uh, Boy Meets World, which I think we talked about in the Just One of the Guys episode, where there's an episode where Corey has to do like the same thing, has two dates at one time, one with Topanga and one with some other girl, probably played by the girl that played Gia in Full House. Yeah. And like he has to be in two places at one time. And Sean is like, haven't you watched Flintstones? This is when this is when uh, when Fred has to be at the Water Buffalo event and also at Pebbles' birthday party, and then all of a sudden he shows up at the birthday party with the Water Buffalo hat on and gets hit with the frying pan. Like this is what's gonna happen. Yep. You're gonna fuck it up. We didn't see her fuck it up, which was weird. And number two, she was just changing to change. It almost seemed yeah. like she wanted enough people to have memories of seeing both of them there that no one doubts that they were both there. But like, mm. you need to be in two places at once. Not like the carnival is all one place at the yeah. same time. It's like creating be an alibi. The, yeah, Just, well, be at the kissing booth and also Sebastian's band is playing or something. And you got to like be in both places at the same time. They did not do that. Yeah, like she could have also been like, all right, someone else just throw the wig on and go stand with your back. Sure. You know, like, so that was, there's a lot of uh, costume changes. But at the kissing booth, um duke is finally gonna get his moment to kiss olivia um was this his first kiss right it It felt like his first kiss i wrote down what his weird friend said it's like first uh i just think we need to acknowledge the moment after four years duke is finally going to fulfill his destiny right life is good life is fair (laughs) That has, that has to be from the Shakespeare somewhere, right? It has, has to be. To be. <laughs> oh, man. No, I mean, he's he's been a jock sporto. He's, he, you he's see him studying. Tating, really telling that guy no other girls are Thank trying you. to... Thank no, you. That's what they're, that's what they're, they're trying to portray. Okay. It's like he's, he's been concentrating on sports, concentrating on school, and he's bad talking to girls and doing like... The, asking chicks out and stuff like that. Yeah, he's, he's, it just isn't working for him. But you look at him, you're like, that's bullshit. Someone like that would have figured it out along the line at some point but he's just completely useless because well, also i feel like earlier in the movie they're like being gross about girls so i was like god yes. these guys yeah. suck yeah and well, i was and like is that all bravado it has to be like watching watching this scene go down in my mind i'm like okay he is so nervous and so unprepared to kiss a girl we're going to find out. There's going to be a scene where they're in the dorm room that night and he's going to be like, listen, man, you can't tell anybody this. Nobody. But I had my first kiss today. Like, I thought that's what we were going to get. Because I'm like, nice. he is fumbling, bumbling, stumbling. Like, he can't. All he, those. Mm-hmm. He gets, he's, he's one inch from her mouth for like 45 minutes and doesn't know what to do. I'm like, what the fuck is, you look like Channing Tatum. Like, yeah. you've been kissing, you've been smooching with everybody. Like, how have you not done this yet? So they, like, do kind of have him a moment later because he does wind up kissing Viola. It's a great kiss. Um, somehow no kiss. one, no one recognizes Viola is Sebastian, which I'm he, assuming everybody has glaucoma. Viola runs directly <laughs> into Duke. They make direct eye contact for an extended period of time. And he's like, do I know you? And she's like, no, you look the fucking same. <laughs> You look the yes. goddamn same. But they have a magical kiss that leads to her, Viola's ex-boyfriend, like, punching, whatever. A whole fight breaks out. Whatever, whatever. And then they're in the dorm later. 
there was a previous tampon scene because she accidentally brought tampons with her. <laughs> Didn't play it off by going like, oh, my sister's so stupid. She threw tampons in the shoes. He's like, no, you put it up your nose for nosebleeds. Which one people did. Sc- did. They got him to do it. The top he of her it. bag. It, <laughs> yeah. I, I have transported contraband. I've moved with contraband before. You don't put that shit on top of your bag. Okay, you hide that in a hidden thing. Uh, Tampons are, yeah, definitely yeah. not contraband. It's contraband. We're trying to pretend to be a boy and move into a boy's dorm. Um, like, but yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not a, I mean, of course, you know, tampons are a normal thing for women to travel with. As a dude, if <laughs> I'm traveling comes, with those, I'm like, I'm going to yeah. hide these somehow. But it comes back later because after the brawl at the carnival, um, Sebastian goes, as Sebastian goes back to their room, got a tampon in the note, she's like, oh my god, you were hurt. Um, then they kind of have a creepy conversation because Sebastian's like, yeah, you should get with my sister. But it's really, obviously, Viola. But it's like, he's like, oh, I'm not good with girls. I don't know how to talk to them. I think this is when they talk about cheese. Is this one about Yeah, cheese? this is the cheese conversation. Do you like cheese? We can talk about anything, even like, do you like cheese? Blah, blah. I mean, Steve Urkel shows up. Cheese. You got any cheese? Yeah. Gouda, yeah. But it's this where, like, you know, they've been practicing soccer, which I think Viola liked, and then they have this, like, sensitive thing where he's like, you know, like, I just have a hard time talking to girls. Like, I just, like I'm not into all that, like, superficial stuff or whatever, like, I forget whatever words he uses, but he's just like, it's I just want, like, that. someone I can, like, talk to, like, to, like, about things, man. And Sebastian or Viola as Sebastian smiling like oh oh I'm I'm talking to him about things Uh. I can make this happen but it is also a weird conversation um because she's basically trying to pimp as Sebastian making it seem like I don't know it, it you lose track of what the fuck's going on but it's weird it's uncomfortable um so they're in the gym they're lifting at one point and oh brother She's like, uh, Viola as Sebastian is just like, so now just openly like swooning and mooning over Duke in front of everybody. And then Olivia's on the treadmill just basically being like, I just can't get Sebastian to be into me. Someone recommends, well, you should flirt with someone else to make him jealous. Right as Viola as Sebastian is getting Duke to ask Viola out on a date Olivia comes through and now starts hitting on Duke and she basically takes her clothes off. Like she is so aggressive in this flirtation. Like, oh, this is a porno. (laughs) No one flirts like this for real. Yeah, so it was weird. So now like Duke is second guessing the whole Viola thing because now Olivia is liking him. Um somehow they finagle into a double date with Eunice and Duke. Um poor Eunice. Channing is very charming in this moment. He's befuddled speaking to a girl. Channing, very winning in this film. I get it. Um, I get it. I need I just disagree. a Channing supercut. I, I have I have a very he's charming, but I have I I could not for the life of me believe he would be like this. There's a scene that they show in the earlier on that really to me I'm just like, well, this this has now he's no longer a believable character. And it's when they're in chemistry class and Olivia walks in. And he's like, oh my God, okay, okay, she's in our class. Oh my God, I'm gonna freak out. I'm like, no. First of all, being a lame teenage boy with crushes on girls did not act like that. 
did, would never have, like, I was not a cool kid in high school. Dave can vouch for this. But there were girls that I had, I, people thought I was cooler than I was. I was not cool if you knew Because he was an ace. He didn't get to be ace crooks. That was middle school. <laughs> but if, when, when, if there were girls that I had crushes on who I was in class with, if they walked into the class, I didn't suddenly become like all nervous and fluttery and like blushy and shit. No, mm. no high school boy does that when a girl they like is in their classroom. And I then going. Like fix for this. Mm, I'm, what I'm, if Valeria is a all boys school? Yes, that's a good fix. With the girls. I'd believe it more then, but even then, I'm like, you look like Channing Tatum. You're the captain of the soccer team. There are girls who I know are like throwing themselves at you to, to make to make him be the guy. Right, but they're they're throwing themselves at Channing Tatum. I feel like you're making a false parallel here between Channing Tatum in real life and the character that he's playing. He's an attractive dude, but just because he's an attractive dude doesn't mean necessarily that he is, you know, aware or, you know, knows exactly what to do or say around the opposite sex or like this is it's it's a casting miss for me. You give me Justin Long in this, I'm like, all right, okay. I get it how he's a little bit insecure around girls or something. But, I mean, Michael Michael Sarah. What if he was like up you know until what? like last summer, he was like a real loser. He grew a couple inches over that. If someone had been like, "Man, Duke, yes, you grew, ah, oh, Duke, you lost your baby fat," like would that have made? It? Yes, you <laughs> give me you give me one 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 minute of him going like, "I really have come into my own this year," and show me a picture of him from like the freshman soccer team weighing 35 pounds of bad acne i'm like all right i get okay. now you've done something but i'm like how is this fucking dude afraid <laughs> of talking to girls if i can talk to girls as lame as i was in high school how is this guy all hugh grant all of a sudden um we're gonna, we're spending too much time on this i'm but, sorry um again we just the next part i'm skipping a whole bunch of shit because i do not care about the debutante any of it <laughs> because we need to talk about the fucking soccer game because it was wild just trying to make sure i don't miss anything else uh okay there's a whole dead ball it's weird there's a fight it's too much uh it happened in the bathroom and it was clumsy fight clumsy fight fantastic yeah so it's like an all-out war over sebastian and kissing and all this kind of stuff it's again i don't know what movie that I don't know where that came from. It's very weird. I don't. We can take it out. We can get better Channing Tatum development if we had, if we had removed some of that. Um, so sorry to give the debutante ball pre. It's like a pregame. I don't know the fuck luncheon. Uh, sorry strange. to give it sh- uh, short shrift because we have to get to the real slim Sebastian Shady stands up and comes <laughs> back from London a day early and ruins the whole thing. Ruins, ruins everything. Ruins the whole thing. Um, Part of the reason why it ruins everything, I forgot to take a step back, um, is I think Viola has a conversation with Olivia and convinces her. She just like, you just got to go for it. You got to let Sebastian know how you feel, mainly because she wants Duke for herself. So what's her butt does it? The second Sebastian shows up on campus at night in a cab, somehow she knows exactly where he's going to be weird he's she goes running down the stairs plants one on him whispers his song lyrics 
uh, in his oh. ear and runs away. <laughs> Come on. Who, who witnesses Come this? On. Who witnesses this in his Ducati jacket? Because he's a high school boy who rides around on a motorcycle with a oh, Ducati, Ducati leather jacket on. Um, Duke. Duke He is a, a quarter mile away. <laughs> he's witnessing so, this from so far away to make out what's happening. And he sees it. And he gets very upset because how dare his roommate, Sebastian, who knows how much he cares for Olivia, does this. So things come to a head in their room. He's like, you thought you knew people. And then they turn out, I don't know, he says some shit. And uh, Viola as Sebastian thinks it's uh, that he's figured out that she's been lying, that she's a girl this whole time, but then it's the whole kissing Olivia. So he has to leave. He goes, Viola as Sebastian goes to Eunice's room or runs in the, I don't know, somebody wants to sleep in Eunice's room. He, Seb, Viola as Sebastian is outside on the bench and uh, Eunice oh, yeah. moonwalks yes. up for some reason. Counting how many moonwalks she's doing. <laughs> right. She's at like 2,000. Well, she wasn't really doing the moonwalk, so yeah, we can all do 2,000 of those. You're just okay. walking backwards. Um, so, kicked out of the room, the big game versus Cornwall is the next day. Why it's happening in the day, I don't understand. Anyway, um, so Sebastian uh, stays in the, or the real Sebastian shows up, sleeps in the room. Um, Duke is offended that he's there, but then everybody's like, come on, man, you got to come to the game. The real Sebastian shows up. Homeboy's four foot taller. His body looks different. He just goes along with all of this. They're taking him to the soccer game. They're okay. painting his face. He's in Guess the it's time to play soccer. Oh, face paint. Yeah. When when they came out talking about let's do some face paint, I'm like, why is this happening? What this is not part of any soccer? And they're like, oh, of course. So we don't recognize the face. You had to give me some kind of a reason. Mm-hmm. They might as well have said, you know what? To intimidate him, we're all going to wear Jabberwockies masks. That would have made as much sense. <laughs> Just like we're doing face paint before a soccer game, full face paint, like half red. Half diagonal black. What are we? We're doing face camo. That's what we're I'm, doing now. I'm, I'm, I'm imagining soccer with the Jabberwockies mask. And oh, I'd, I'd watch that. I'm shit. scared. I'm scared. Terrifying. I don't like it. I, don't I like fuck with that. Um, but no one like. I guess Sebastian hasn't spoke this whole time. He's not like what? What? Like his whole physique looks different. Completely. Nobody notices. They let him play in the soccer game. Also, let him start. Talked, yeah, I haven't talked much about the music. <laughs> But right now, I believe uh, All American Rejects, Dirty Little Secrets playing. Yeah, it is. I don't know why. That's not the best time for that song to play in the movie. Play during the carnival. Yes. <laughs> He's deceiving everybody. Like, oh, come on. I forget what's playing during the carnival. They're playing the Veronicas. Yes. That's right. You're right. Touche. Um, so he's terrible at soccer. Absolutely terrible. He almost can't run. Yes. <laughs> he just falls over a lot. Trips on the ball. It would, it's, it's very bad. At the same time that this horrible soccer game is going on, Malcolm, who we've only discussed briefly, um, is convincing Headmaster Fumke to <laughs> that Sebastian is not who he says he is. Monique is also there to put this all together. So God forbid the headmaster show up on time. He needs to interrupt the game with a bullhorn. Excuse me, point of order. How do I stop this game? Excuse me. What's I feel going like on he here? just forfeit after the fact. This is what happened. Yeah. 
you just take it, you forfeit after the fact that the game is over. I'm sorry, guys, we cheated, we lose. If we want to talk about the, the official rules of football, Oh man! So many of them are broken. In this game. Know, that we have game. Dave, we haven't even got it to yet. We haven't. Yeah. Got, we haven't even gotten <laughs> to the major violation. Okay, fine. Let's 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 start with David Cross is <laughs> running into the middle of the field and being like, "Stop the clock! Stop it!" Yes, that's for Excuse sure. What? Because he has an announcement to make in front of this giant rivalry game, packed stadium, so many people there. Not going to do just a delicate um, coach can we. Can we take Sebastian Hastings out? We gotta have a chat with him. I'm talking about a bullhorn. Stop the game to make an announcement that Sebastian Hastings is a girl on the bullhorn. Yes. <laughs> and then it's basically like, go ahead and pull that dick out. Let's take a look. Prove it. <laughs> Let's take a look. Sebastian, Let's I'm not a girl. Is. Yes, yes, he is a girl. Then he whips his dick out. You're right. Just pulls down his pants, exposes If I don't himself. see dick and balls right now. <laughs> <laughs> Soccer is the world's favorite sport. Everybody's just oh like, oh, okay, I guess he is a boy. All right, well, that explains that. Uh, I don't... Bad news <laughs> is there is no bad news. Continue. <laughs> uh, we were never here. And just... I think he's like, this was a skit. Yes. Oh, um, enjoy. That was a skit. We- was a skit. <laughs> oh, man. David Cross. So good. So then, uh, the real Sebastian gets taken out of the game uh, at halftime. So uh, what's her name? Viola finally shows up because Eunice lets her sleep. Way uh-huh. too late. But she has to hide because, oh, the real Sebastian's here. So she's hiding, but at halftime, she's able to get a hold of uh sebastian and they switch clothes um so now they're in the game they're playing the game or she's finally in like coach give me another chance she gets back in the game you can't do Duke. that what do you mean soccer once you're somebody you can come back in the game oh that's you're right ah, even in it. high school i, I, I think even in high school, high school I'm, you're I'm, done yeah three you, you come, i think it's it. you get three yeah, subs you, once you're, that's you're out it. you're done so the idea of like, just let me go back in. Okay. I'm like, well, you can't because you're out. You, that, that, you're done. Audi 5000. You're, yeah, you're done. Done, son. Yep. Wrap it up, B. Wrap that yep. gavel up, too. Get out. Get I out. I played soccer my freshman year of high school, and I wasn't ever subbed. So That's a off. weird rule. Um, so, but anyway, begs to go back on the field. Um, so... Viola's in the game, but Duke won't pass to her now. And there's, is this when the fight starts? I honestly can't yeah. remember how the fight starts. The, yes. They're they're arguing, okay. and for whatever reason, Justin's like, "I want to fight too," and like walks out of yes. to pick a fight. Yeah, there is a all-out brawl. Bench is clear. Bench clearing brawl in the middle of this soccer game after someone has after a teenage <laughs> boy has already exposed himself. Yeah, we have a all-out fisticuffs. Mysticuffs in the middle of this field. The mascots are brawling. Yes, the mascots are brawling. The mascots were kicking. There's a lot of stuff. Not a red card. Not not an Not a a yellow card, even. Yellow card. Nothing. Nothing. Everybody settles down. And Viola as Sebastian finally reveals, takes the wick off, immediately shakes her hair out, and it's perfect. Not wearing a wig cap. No sweat, homie. Perfect. Blowing out hair. No. So then uh, she gives a speed 
church or something. Yeah, uh, she she talks about you know I'm I I love you and this is what it's my whole thought this whole time. I wish I had a stopwatch. I'm like there is so much fucking stoppage time in this game. They're gonna get to full time ninety minutes, and the ref's like thirteen more minutes, guys. We have a long time to go. Yeah, so it's like a weird speech where she confesses her love, and then Channing Tatum gives some. He's like, "Well, you know, as Coach says before every game, a whole speech we've never fucking we've heard never heard before. him say that. Never heard the speech. We've never heard this. Like, what did I miss? Some? I was so confused. Um. And then they just go back to playing the game. Like, nothing's happened. Like, there wasn't, again, oh, she also flashes her boobs. Yeah. To prove that she, a she is a girl. And it's not, it's not a flash. She has them out for a very long time. Like, so, she's, she's got them out, O-U-T, for a while. Take a look. Yep. Two Check teenagers have flashed their bits yeah. in public. Yeah. There is a full all-out brawl between... Both members of the team, the mascots. I think the coaches might throw punches. The the coach was for sure like beating kids to get them to like stop fighting yeah. each other. We just continue the game. Just Yeah, yeah. I we the 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 Play on. kids have seen their daughter's boobs and their son's dick and balls in like a thirty minute span of each other. Like that. Yeah. That's a lot. And just they're they have more nudity than most. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and it's just chill. It's fine. I will totally say, fine. okay, so my dad and my brothers were actually involved in a brawl at a high school baseball game. The game, was a, the game was ended. People were suspended. So you don't just go back to like, oh, yeah, yeah. So she plays in the game. No one gives her a hair tie. No, hair, <laughs> um, hair flowing. Flowing. Ugh. I hate when, I do not like seeing people doing activities with their hair down. It also really bothered me. I'm just like, um, there's no way she'd not have a ponytail for this. Yeah, she gets a penalty kick. Yeah, she gets a penalty kick. Yeah. That ricochets off the post because Justin tries to get in her head. I don't know how Justin's still in the fucking game. He punched somebody. He's, he's been fighting people. Yeah. Goes off the post, which I guess is a live ball. I haven't played yeah. soccer in so long. That's live. Um, yep. So then Duke gets the ball. And I saw this in the trivia, and I think it is actually true. Serves it back. To Olivia, or no, to Viola, who is offsides? Yeah. Oh, you know what? I bet she is. I didn't. Oh, yeah. For sure, offside. Of course she would. Offsides. Does the wildest on ropes, on, I don't know how the hell they expect us to believe she did this bicycle kick. It is the wildest camera angle. It is. You know what? The 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 bicycle kick scores the winning goal. Ah, Girls are good at soccer. Hold on. Ah, ah, the problem I had, we Brandy Chastain's it. Rips her shirt off. Sent it like Beckham, all right. She did a great job. The all problem right. I had with this, number one, <laughs> we have watched multiple bicycle kicks over the span of this movie. What she does is not a bicycle kick. That's a scissors kick. It's a whole different thing. And number two, oh, the the one to the side versus the, side the one, one. Like, over your head. Yeah, yeah. she. It was. You can't whole, tell because the camera angle is. So- what I can tell is that she's flying around like Trinity in the Matrix. Like she hangs in the fucking air. Like it, I'm just like, have her land in a ball pit. Like we can, we can fix this in post. But the fact that they clearly have her on wires to do this. Like why are we doing this? It's Shaolin soccer all of a sudden. Oh, it was. It was wild. The oh. game is just absolute bananas. Um, 
I think Duke is still mad at her for some reason. I don't know. Other mad for no reason after this. Um, there's some other stuff that happens. Uh, she has to go to the Debbie Pump Ball. She invites Duke. He sh- shows up. They make out on stage in front of everybody. I don't know. Whatever. It's not important. Um, the thing, I wanted to use this one quote because we can do some quotes. What did you say? Um, and then maybe we'll see if we can try to cover some other stuff. But the There's one that line had, that is the best. One There's a couple of okay ones. I can't wait. So uh, there is a moment, as I said, where uh, Sebastian's on a date with Eunice and uh, Duke's buddies are like, oh man, Eunice must be cool because Sebastian's out with her. And the brother was just like, man, I wanted to ask her out. You all made fun of me. So then at the end of the, <laughs> yeah. end of the movie, he's like, he goes to Eunice, who is meant to be the dweeb. I think you're amazing and I'm not ashamed of it. That's not nice. No. That's not nice. no. And she gets all like, oh my God. I was like, he said not ashamed of it, which means he should be ashamed. Like I, oh, I didn't like it. I didn't he, like it. Yeah, he, he wanted brownie points for not being embarrassed of her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A wild mm-hmm. act. Uh, there, were, there were a couple of Viola lines that mm-hmm. I need to do in character to highlight how absurd this accent is. Because mm-hmm. when they happened, I'm just like, like this. We this is why we needed a training scene with Paul, where he's like, "Oh, didn't you know all men are from like northern Georgia?" <laughs> that's that's kind of where this yeah. goes. She goes, "This is her standing in the hallway of this dorm as chaos erupts around her. Her first day of school, convincing herself that she's got this." And she goes, "I can do this. I'm a dude. I am a honky dude." I am a badass honky dude. And I'm like, what, what is this voice you're putting on? And That's so later, good. Well, later on, I think it's at the eatery. Or no, it's, it's in the cafeteria. She goes, check out the booty on that blondie. And I'm like, what? are you rustling up doggies? Like, what cap, are you doing? Cap, booty on that, on that blondie. I'm like, what, get, what get, is this voice? Um, yeah, it's odd. Oh, That's all I can say about it. It's odd. Um, is it just me? Or does this soccer game have more nudity than most? <laughs> That's a good line. Who says that? It, well, I, 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 after seeing his own children's it, bits and pieces, he's like, wait a minute. Yeah. That's my, well, he says, that's my boy when he sees his kid's dick. Can he pull, yeah. Dude, <laughs> I'm, I'm a father of a boy. If I'm at a, if I'm at a soccer game and Cameron look at that. his meat out in the middle of the field, he's like, hey, 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 look at yeah, that. I, I did that. I'm like, I don't want to do that. No. <laughs> Oh. Um, I had to actually I have three I'm gonna run through really quickly. Um, so Monica talking to Duke and his friends, I think they also try to maybe hint that one of Duke's friends, who I can't remember his name, might have been like gay or something. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. They like kind of hinted, but that one I think tries to say something to Monica. His name is Andrew. And to Monica to goes, Monique. Monique. Oh, Monique, you're right. Monica. Oh, Monica, Monique. the boy is mine. Um <laughs> Girls with asses like mine don't talk to boys with faces like you. You thought homeboy would have been ugly as fuck. He was a handsome gentleman. He, he was, was very an Abercrombie model. He was not yeah. an ugly man. And yeah. I was like, all right, Monique, you like Sebastian. He was kind of, no. very fickle and super. It's a superficial time. Yeah. Not, my, not my favorite. People no, are not tough. Great. Not great. Um, the next one, when Duke is awkwardly chatting with Viola at the kissing booth, some little creepo kid goes, oh, 
You don't have to play with a first genius. You're paying for it. And he like My waves his god. tickets. I was like, oh god, no. Lock that boy up. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Future offender right there. That hmm. that dude is going to commit assault because a sex worker at some point in time in his life. No, that is every not time a attitude to have. Horrible. And every time I, I see one of these kissing booths in movies, there's always a moment where uh, if it's a woman in, in 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 front, she she sees the guy. It's like I'm not kissing that guy. Yeah. And he's like, well, I paid for my ticket. That entitles me to. I no, do what I want. But they just seem to think in those old timey kissing booth days. If I buy a ticket. I get what I, I get want. If I buy a ticket yeah. for a nickel, that means I get to do whatever I feel like to you. And if I stack up tickets, it means we're kissing until that long? Uh, so the cows no, come home. It's, it's so gross. It's just so gross. But I had the exact same thought about Malcolm in his bedroom with her face on the pillows. Oh, my and God. I'm like, this is the bedroom of a predator. Yeah, like, this is a serial killer we're not... looking at. This is the bedroom of a predator. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, that man has killed. I don't know who or why or, like, what the circumstances were, but that man has killed. Yeah, well, speaking of Malcolm, my other favorite line, because Malcolm and Headmaster Fuke overhear Sebastian having, Viola as Sebastian having a conversation about heels. Mm. That's all I'm going to give you. But then <laughs> Headmaster wow. Fuke goes, Malcolm, have you ever tried to run away in heels? And Malcolm goes, that easy. No. Not that easy. Not that easy. Very he was he was Tobias in, in that that's something Tobias would say. Yeah. Right? It was great. Those are the only lines I really enjoyed. Uh, yeah, those I think I, I thought this was gonna be more quotable of a movie. I mean, there's one other one that I have that this for me feels like two thousand six. Uh it's Viola, the first time we see her talk to Monique and they're kind of busting shops. And Viola goes, does he have your number? 1-800-BIOCH. And I'm like, God, 2006. That line is wearing some low-rise jeans. That's really great. I love that. I love it so much. Oh, she seems so proud of herself. <laughs> that was for her. It's like, burn. After that, when she first meets Duke, Duke, Toby, and Andrew, and she's like, do you play the beautiful game, bro? Oh. Brother? <laughs> Brother? <laughs> We needed that training montage. We needed the scene where Paul is like, here's how you talk to a guy. Yeah, it was bad. Um, So I think just a couple of things that we hadn't talked about. Okay, even though you disagree with, I thought Channing Tatum is, I, I actually want, I don't want to watch this whole movie again. I just want to watch a compilation of Channing. Because I think he's doing great things. Unfortunately, I'm always writing notes. So I missed a lot of it. But I think like Channing brings a charisma. I'm not saying it's Heath Ledger level in 10 Things oh, I Hate About You. fucking not. It's not, that, but it's, <laughs> it's, it, it's close. Your first time at the gate, I fell for Channing Tatum. Granted, I you know, already love Channing Tatum, but I was like, oh, okay. I'm, okay. I'm, not, I'm not saying he was especially bad. I'm saying he was super miscast in this role. You cannot look like that dude and be the guy who is convincingly afraid to talk to a girl. Like, that does not compute for me. Someone just needs to go, whoa, Arsino, would you grow like six inches over the side? Boom, problem solved. You might as well cast Michael B. Jordan as the shy nerd. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking believe this. What are you doing? He was Wallace. I believe it. I saw him as Wallace. What happened to Wallace? 
I mean, I mean modern day Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger with like the glasses and the hair and the whole nine. Like you're not gonna convince me that dude is like intimidated of a girl to talk to. You Ain't no what? fucking way. Give me DJ him, Qualls in that. It role. made him endearing because that's what you hope. You hope the hot guy's sensitive, and it they, feels just you know as what? awkward as you do you talking to members of opposite sex. Ah, oh, ah, oh, I loved it. They tried this same bullshit with Chris Klein and American Pie. Didn't make fucking sense then either. I'm just like, this is not the guy who's afraid of girls. Chris yeah. Klein is not as attractive. As Suck me, beautiful. I don't, I don't think he's, he's the worst. that far off he's from Channing Tatum in terms of good-looking dudes. Those are both very handsome men. His voice is weird. His um, voice is very off-putting. Yeah. Okay. I don't think he's great. like an Ugmo. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's very breathy. He's wow. really deli- his delivery wow, is guys. Oh, what are you talking about? Wow. Oh, shucks. Oh, boy. Oh, man. That's so great. Yeah. Oh. Wow, I can't believe it. All of a sudden, um, what was that dude, that Cal from um, Undergrads? Hey, oh, hey, 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 buddy. Hey, guy. Oh, hey, guy. <laughs> That's where this wipes up. I can't. Okay. We didn't really talk. I, we don't have to do it. There's just like weird, I think in all these movies of a time, just weird gender stereotyping or not. We're like, Viola isn't girly enough. So like the debutante ball is supposed to help her. But then also when Viola is Sebastian, she's too sensitive. The soccer coaches in general are just kind of douchey. And, the, and like Vinnie Jones, even though he comes around and says, I don't discriminate against gender, kept calling them like girls and sissies. Constantly. So it's just kind of like, yeah. Well, my issue with Viola, like, being not girly enough or what have you, like, you got to go all the way one way or the other. Because, yeah. like, everything about her, I, I hung out with girls who were, like, good at soccer and were very athletic girls in high school and stuff. Like, she fits in with them. They're, they're yeah. just girls who are also, like, really into sports and really good at sports. Like, if you're going to convince me that she's not girly enough, you have to, like, go over the top and, like, show her not knowing how to like wear makeup or heels or like being uncomfortable in a dress or having a hard time like quote unquote sitting like a lady but like they set her up as being like a very traditionally feminine girl who yeah. just doesn't want to be a debutante and I'm like yeah. well, that's not enough to have me convinced that like but if you do that if you have her be like a tomboy who doesn't really know how to be traditionally feminine then the other part of the movie doesn't make any fucking sense she'd be really good at acting like a boy like they that the debutante thing should not have existed. They had no yeah. reason to make that part of this movie. It was a weird, it was a weird part. But I didn't like it. Yeah, I just thought. I don't know. I still disagree. I feel like you're trying to force her into an archetype, and I feel like that's mm. kind no, of I, the 12th I think, is that it's the whole thing is an exploration, and you don't have to be, you know, one versus the one or the other. You know, it's. No, no, I know that. I feel the movie does not. Because the movie is the one that's like setting us up to go, oh, well, she's not girly enough. I'm like, she seems totally fine. <laughs> she seems like a totally respectable, like normal amount of regular girl. And you can't make her like too much of a quote unquote tomboy for the movie because then you wouldn't have all these parts of her like falling out of character. But you can't make her like super feminine because then the whole thing with her mom isn't an issue like they just they i don't know what they were doing with that part of this with that part of her character i didn't get it yeah but it's, it, it sounds like it's that's what happens in 12th night but yeah it's like a weird because like <laughs> theoretically she's, yeah. she's in a dress and she seems fine in one part of the movie yeah. and then she's in a dress later and it's like she'd never been in a dress before so it's like it's that the 
like the voice, the inconsistency, that's not a clear through line of, I don't know, whatever. But I think uh, those are all the major things. Did I miss anything? I don't think so. I, I don't think you did. I think that that kind of covers, I think, all the important parts of the movie. Um, you know, one of the things that we like to do each week on this pod is take a look at a minor character and see if this movie was the peak of their career, or the start of big things for them. So it is time for an IMDb deep dive. Dana, who are we going to dive on this week? Uh, we're diving on the brother in the movie, Brandon J. McLaren. Oh boy. Okay. Um, mainly because I was like, I've seen this guy in other things. I know I have. I know I have. And I didn't actually look until tonight. So I Is felt it the CW? Com- I felt good in this choice. No, no, not oh, really. Not okay. Really. So this was his first movie. He had done a lot of TV stuff before it. Um, he was in Power Rangers, which I just, just, oh, saw that now. all right. Um, but so this was his first movie. Uh, he goes on to be small on Smallville. So that is a CW show, though. That one. I go. stick to the vampire werewolf, which is kind of genre. That's me. That's what I do. Yeah. I, I, um, so he's in that. Another thing I watched him in that I was like, oh, yeah, that's what he does look familiar from. Harper's Island. I don't know if anybody watched that. Never it was like that. a CBS summer show. Very oh. entertaining. <laughs> Very entertaining. I can't it's remember everything that happened. I think there's like a lot of death on it. I don't know. It was a good... I, I Sounds enjoyed like it. something... I would enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think yeah. it's like a spooky. It's like a spooky thing. I don't know. It was very good, but it was on like CVS for just like a summer. Um, he had some CSI roles. He was in Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. Have you ever seen that? That was a nice little movie. I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm barely aware of it. Very okay. good. It's very yeah. good. Uh, he's continually working. He was on The Killing for a bit, uh, Falling Skies. I wanted um, to like that show. I really wanted to like Falling Skies. Well, he was on Couldn't it. Couldn't do it. Jamil Dexter. Uh, Graceland. I don't, I don't know what that one was about. Uh, uh, I, I assume it's Elvis. Nah, I don't know if it is. Um, probably not. Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce. He was on that show. Slasher TV. Chicago Fire. Criminal Minds. Unreal, which I did enjoy that show. Oh, my, <laughs> wife, my wife loved Unreal. Yeah, Firefly Lane, yeah. and he's on the new uh, Turner and Hooch TV show. Still working. Okay. Disney Plus. Ah, Staying busy. Plus, yeah. He's been in yeah. a lot of shit. I've never seen him in anything. It's like I've, I've missed all of these. But they're good. It's good content. Yeah, like he's got a, a solid resume. Again, Harper's Island. I highly recommend it. I think one of the dudes uh, from another movie we've done was on Harper's Island. Now I have to figure out which one it was. But it was like a short little run, 13 episodes. Just a very good summertime nonsense show. Um, 13 weeks, 25 suspects, one killer. That's what the poster said. You know, I, I am married to a woman who would love that. Highly recommend. Like that's right, it's right up her alley. Uh, I will pitch that to her and she will really freak out for a weekend of oh, that if you like. I do not know if it's on anything, but it's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of attractive looking people for movies that we've covered. They're all like, like hot and in their mid twenties, sweating on an nice. island, being yeah. accused of murder. Sweet. I feel like if it's CBS, it's probably on Paramount Plus. Most of that stuff winds up on Paramount Plus. So I'll, I'll give know. it a look there. Um, guys, that does bring us to the end of this episode, and just like the end of the school, that means time to hand out some superlatives. Toby, who we just talked about, is most likely to say, "You guys are gonna think I'm crazy." But I was always way more into Velma than I was into Daphne. And I think, I think he's got to think for two. And you know what? I'm a Velma guy, so I get that. 
Uh, Eunice is most likely to have a severe glow up when she gets LASIK and has her braces removed. Yeah. Malcolm is most likely. Right, well, <laughs> I wish they would have told me that. one line about that. Malcolm is most likely to take no for an answer. Like he's he's a real creep ass, and he'll do some bad things. Justin is most likely to lose out on a job opportunity after a series of misogynistic tweets come to light. Mm-hmm. He'll get canceled. Sebastian is most likely to just go with it. Like, what? I don't play soccer. Fuck it. I'm starting. Okay, great. I don't know these guys at all. Walk on the fucking field. <laughs> Monique is most likely to have her story told on an episode of Snapped. Mm-hmm. Olivia is most likely to be portrayed as a scheming homewrecker on Monique's episode of Snapped. She's going to be in that. <laughs> sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Duke is most likely to go viral as the world's most nervous groom after stammering his way through his wedding vows. Aww. He can't talk to girls. And Viola is most likely to attend the Women's March. Uh, Dave, this next pick is yours. What are we going to watch next? I, don't know. I had it narrowed down to three, but one just keeps getting pushed by Amazon Prime. Um, How dare they? It's like, no, it's just right oh, at the top. In a good it's, way? I thought you meant like that available. No, no, it's 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 constant. I'm like, oh, it says it's got the little prime flag on on oh, I'm, I'm so we can watch right it now, honestly. Um, <laughs> it's because all the uh, uh, teen movies from this era that that we watched. This is one of the forgotten's. It's oh. easily forgotten. 2002, starring Jason Schwartzman, Devon Sawa. Is, <laughs> that, is that someone? <laughs> I miss Devon, you, big sis. Devon Sawa, uh, Slackers. Anybody ever seen Slackers? No, I know no. nothing about this. Um, another one that showed up on Comedy Central oh. all the goddamn time. I remember I was watching it. And, to uh, watch the original Slacker by uh, guy did Richard Linkletter. Well, that's Very a masterpiece. This is this is not that. This is not that. I'll be the judge of what's which, oh which slackers. But like I said, Devon Sawa. Jaswan Schwartzman and Jason Segal. Yeah. Oh, Jason Segal's okay. I like Jason. And Laura Prepon and Jamie King. Oh. Oh, Jamie King. I was thinking Jamie Kennedy. I didn't want him in this. Jamie King. Okay. Oh, I thought you were saying Jamie Kennedy, and I was like, oh, God. Yeah, same. I'm like, I don't want... <laughs> Wait, is he in the movie? He is he not. Fucking be <laughs> he is not Jamie in Kennedy the experience. No. All right, guys, uh, that does it for this week's episode. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, rate, leave us a five-star review. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Recapping Down Pod. That is R-E-C-A-P-N-G-O-W-N-P-O-D. And join our Facebook group, Recapping Gown Fan Club. We'll keep the discussion going in there all week. If you guys have any memories of this movie or some opinions where you think that it was great like Kate did and we all think it was shit, we'd love for you guys to jump in and let us know what you think. Um, But if you didn't like what you heard, to quote Justin, I never want to see you again. You suck. (laughs) Take it easy, millennials. We'll see you next week.